Go to doer.ca, use the code jessieblake15 and save 15% off of your order. Now, Doer, I've told you about them a million times. I'm going to tell you about them again. They have the world's most comfortable pants. Their jeans are incredibly stretchy. They're incredibly soft and they're incredibly comfortable. They're, they're made for, for the strength of everyday wear, and no longer do you have to sacrifice performance when you want to dress up or style when you're on the move. Doer is also proudly Canadian. It prides itself on having a collection of natural fiber, rich fabrics, meaning the majority of fibers originate from plants, eucalyptus trees, wood chips, and recycled alternatives to oil. Their stuff's made from good stuff, and it feels great. Doer.ca, Jesse Blake 15, save 15% off of your order. Think you know what way it's going to go? Make your bet at Sports Interaction. Whatever your sport, Sports Interaction has you covered pregame, live betting on all major sports, and prop bets. Want to bet? Head to sportsinteraction.com slash SDPN 19 plus. Please play responsibly. Are you ready? Okay, I'm ready. The Jesse Blake Sports Report. Really? Oh, wait, really? The Jesse Blake Sports Report. That's it? Don't forget, it's the Jesse Blake Sports Report with Jesse Blake. <laughs> you know, that's kind of redundant. Dude, is there a problem? No, it's fine. I, I just, you know, I thought maybe you guys would come up with something, you know, good. Man, I just read it. You know what? Doesn't matter to me. I get paid by the word. <laughs> Let's do this. The Jesse Blake Sports Report with Jesse Blake. Powered by Sports Interaction. Want to bet? JT Miller got into it with his goalie, Colin Delia. And I should say third string goalie, Colin Delia, last night during a 4-2 loss to the Winnipeg Jets. Mark Shifley had a hat trick. It was a great game by the Jets. And the Vancouver Canucks right now, they're fighting for their playoff lives. They're fighting for their season. They're sitting at NHL 500, which is 16-16-3. We're almost halfway through the season, and the season's been a disaster for the Canucks. The, the media storm around them has been heavy and has been swirling after their losing streak to start the year. It seems like the locker room is just an utter chaos and nobody really wants to be there it's also a wasted great season from elias petterson who has looked really good he's looking like he's coming to his into his own and it's just been wasted by the players around him and the team play and the lack of winning and success there in vancouver so this happens last night and and everybody is going crazy about miller yelling at delia and just the controversy surrounding that whole issue so let's let's take a look at the play let's take a look at everything that happens and rewind a bit so we get a good scope of what's actually going down here amongst the vancouver canucks minute and eight seconds left here delia breaks for the bench for the first time i'm gonna try to do my best to describe this for you uh those listening on audio and obviously if you're watching we got the visuals on, sc on screen here so this is the first time that it looks like delia is gonna break for the bench bring on the sixth attacker it's a minute and eight seconds left three two for winnipeg vancouver's trying to bring on the sixth attacker so we can get six skaters out there try and tie up the game make it three three we could do our try and do our thing and tie it up vancouver blah 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 so Delia's looking to break for the bench. Vancouver has the puck in their own zone. They head behind the net. Kevin Stenlin of the Winnipeg Jets is in the offensive zone. He's pressuring uh, the Canucks player who has the puck behind the net. So Kevin Stenlin puts a little pressure on the puck behind the net. Delia stays in his net. That's the first time. So he stays in the net. Minute, five seconds left now. Stenlin's pressuring the puck, which is behind the net. 
Vancouver Canucks come out. There's a, go, a pass across the crease to Brock Besser. Besser now has the puck by the uh, faceoff circle dot. He's still in the zone, has not crossed the blue line to exit the zone yet. Stenland's still pressuring the puck. Besser goes across the middle of the zone, does not break out. Delia is still in his net, but is creeping towards the bench once again to try and bring on the sixth attacker. Now we have 59 seconds left. Stedlin's still pressuring the puck. Besser gets to the blue line. Tr- doesn't break out yet, just yet. Still doesn't break out. Passes the puck back to JT Miller. Back towards the, uh, their own net. Stedlin is still hanging around. And this time, Delia comes out even further towards the bench. He's now at the face-off circle dot. And he's looking to break out. He's looking to go to the bench once again. This is the third time. If you remember, if you remember, if you following along, this is the third time that Delia has started to creep towards the bench to get that extra attacker. Now JT Miller has the puck. Now we get to the drama. Miller circles in his own net, in his own zone, sorry. Stenlin is still hanging around the neutral zone, around the blue line. Stenlin pressures him once again, just a little flyby, a little check-in. Miller turns back, looks at Delia. Gives a first wave of the hand to signal him to go to the bench. Starts yelling at him. Delia still hangs in his net because Stenlin is right in front of him. He feels a little, he's a little anxious to go. He's looking towards the bench. I don't think he has a definitive call from Boudreaux to get to the bench, but he has JT Miller yelling at him. The second time, Miller now carries the puck back behind his net. Waves at Delia again to go to the bench. We have 50 seconds left. Delia is still in his net. Despite JT Miller yelling at him twice to get to the bench, Stenlin is right in his face and he says, I'm a little unsure. I'm going to stay in my net. Miller now goes behind the net, takes two hands on his stick, whacks it on the back of his own goalie's net to try and get him to leave to, to go to the bench to get the extra attacker. And then finally, Delia heads towards the bench. We get a breakout. The Canucks leave the zone. And the best thing about this whole sequence is that if you're watching the game, if, you're, if you have the rest of this highlight up, you'll see that the Canucks go down the ice. They get the puck in the corner. They lose the puck battle in the corner. And immediately, the Winnipeg Jets go down Towards the other end, Mark Shifley pots it for his third goal of the game, his hat trick. Winnipeg Jets seal the victory. The controversy. That's the entire play. The controversy is JT Miller yelling at the goalie those three times to get to the bench. You can't do that. It's such an embarrassment for Miller and the team to have him out there yelling at the third string goalie who did not know that it was his time to break to the bench. Now, Stenlin is not getting enough credit here for the job that he's doing on this play. His little pressure, it happens It happens a, middle, a million times a game where the defenseman comes and he does a little check-in so you don't have free passes, you don't have the ability to set up your plays. And Stenlin is relentless. He keeps circling, he keeps circling, and he just puts a little pressure on the Vancouver Canucks. And this little pressure on Besser as he passes it back to Miller. And then on Miller, who circles back instead of trying to break out of the zone, waiting for the goalie, causes Miller to lose his cool and yell at Delia. 
Mike McKenna of Daily Faceoff, I think, did a great job in his article today on this issue, breaking down why you can't be treating a third string goalie like this. He wrote that every goaltender knows that their team, when their team is trailing and there's less than three minutes left in the game, it's time to start looking towards the bench. But goaltenders are, st- are taught to stay put until the coach calls for them to get off the ice. But there's another layer. Over time, many coaches have realized there isn't much to gain by yanking the goalie when the puck is in the defensive zone. Consequently, many goaltenders have been coached to stay put in such a situation. Turnovers happen. And and just to break away from the article a little bit, if you remember when we're breaking down that play, Kevin Studlin is right there. Kevin Studlin, I think, is such an important part of what's happening here and why JT Miller is wrong is because there's an, a defensive player right in Delia's face this entire time. If he doesn't trust going towards the bench because the puck is in the zone and the Canucks are passing it around and Stenland's right there and a turnover can happen, that's okay. Like, Miller shouldn't be getting so upset at him at that moment. It's up to the guys on the offensive side to get into the neutral zone so the goalie feels a little bit more safe. And I think if Bruce Brujo was making a definitive call for Delia to get to the bench, he would do it in that exact moment. But the call must have been a little more a little more subtle. In fact, McKenna writes here, when the Canucks head coach, Bruce Boudreau, said so, you get to the bench, right? And if you go back and watch the video, Boudreau isn't waving Delia much. In fact, not one member of his staff is even looking towards the goaltender. And that's such a great point by McKenna because if you look at the bench the entire time that you can see them in the frame of the video, they're making line changes. They're figuring out who to get on for the six attackers and for the and for the five fours. They're they're switching off. The coach is talking. Brujo's uh, tapping somebody on the shoulder. Nobody is like, hey, Dealey, get to get to the bench. Like we need you right now. Nobody's doing that except for JT Miller. McKenna writes, do you think Miller would have yelled at Canucks number one netminer Thatcher Demko the same way? How about Henrik Lundqvist or Andre Vasilevsky, both former teammates of Miller? No freaking chance. I've been there before as a number three goalie. I felt the uneasiness of coming into a new locker room and trying to do everything I can to help the team win. I know what it's like to feel like an outsider despite wearing the same jersey as my teammates. Miller is asserting dominance over a teammate that hasn't been a member of the Canucks for very long. Someone who, in that moment, Miller viewed as lesser than him. An AHL goalie in the NHL. Delia wasn't standing in the crease staring off into space. He was paying attention. Watch the last two minutes of the game and it's clear as day. Adelia was looking toward the bench, waiting for a signal that never came. And that's the biggest reason why I was disgusted by Miller's actions. He made Delia look like an idiot when Delia didn't do anything wrong. The problem for Miller is that his outburst was so public. He can't hide from it. And Miller is fresh off signing a seven-year extension worth $56 million that keeps him in Vancouver through 2030. And that's the big question here for me. Uh, Mike McKenna, go read that article on Daily Faceoff. I can link to it in the description of this podcast below. Um, the big thing here for the Canucks is, how do you get rid of that contract? How do you trade this guy at his complete lowest value? There's no, there's no reason you want him on the team anymore long term. This isn't somebody that should be in the locker room unless they're completely willing to change their attitude towards situations like this and not have these very, very public outbursts. And Miller, his future shouldn't be in the Vancouver Canucks. And maybe it's just on them at this point. Suck it up. You lost You lost whatever d- trade you're going to make to get rid of Miller. 
and maybe you have to pay to get rid of him. I don't know how that's going to work, but having him on the team right now is more detrimental than whatever trade you're going to lose to get rid of him. JT Miller can be a very useful player in the NHL. He leads, he's tied for the lead on this team in points. Like he puts up the numbers. The defensive aspects aren't there. We've we've completely seen him seen him this season not play defense and and the, clearly the locker room chemistry isn't there. For me, it's just a sell low on Miller if I'm the Canucks, if I'm if I'm the Aquilinis, like if I'm running this franchise, my orders uh from the top down to Jimmy Ruth is get rid of this man because it's hurting our team just having him on here. And no matter what trade we lose in moving this deal that Miller has, it'll be better for our team if he's not on the squad. That's how I'm looking at the situation right now, just based on all of the drama that's gone on with the Canucks in the first 35 games. I don't think this player should be on this team long term. Canucks fans, you may disagree, you might agree, you might think there's a rehabilitation project here with JT Miller. I'd like to see it. I don't see it, though. It's going to be a very, very long season in Vancouver, and it's going to be an adventure to watch and see where all of this goes from here. And that is how it's done. The Jesse Blake Sports Report with Jesse Blake, powered by Sports Interaction. Want to bet? Jesse Blake, the guy that likes to hear his name twice in one sentence. Sure, I know him. No, he doesn't have an ego at all.